Hello, we're going to do podcast. Hey, hello everybody and welcome to uh, episode three of our podcast. Um, that was Mike's son, Matteo, um, with the opening there. To be honest, mate, I think it sounds better than you do. So uh, maybe we should look at getting him on um, and dropping you off. What do you reckon? Um, so welcome to uh, the podcast where you get to listen to some pops uh, talk about the good, the bad and the ugly about being a dad with uh, a few stories along the way. So on the pod today, we've got myself, we've got Mike, we've got Darren and we've got Dylan. Uh, so all the big names. Before we crack on, don't forget to check out our website, www.thepopcast.co.uk. We've got some new content on there. We've got some articles, videos, pictures, all the usual stuff, uh, as well as links to the podcasts. The uh, links to the podcast um, take you to Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and a few others as well. So make sure you are checking us out on those platforms uh, and any others as well. And just as a reminder, before we start, we are not trained professionals. We are just dads having a chat. So last week, we asked uh, our listeners to name a, f- a new feature where basically I give each of the dads on a question and they've got 10 seconds to answer uh, as best as they can. So uh, I've had quite a few suggestions here, boys. Um, so I'm looking forward to sharing them with you. Uh, we've had the 10 second test, right? Oh, nice use of alliteration there. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, we've got Pops on Trial, which uh, does bring me back a bit to my scout roots there, so I might avoid that one. Uh, top of the Pops. Uh, might have a copyright nice. issue there, possibly. Uh, pop Down, which um, I, I don't really know why. Maybe it's a play on Countdown. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I'll wait for it. Um, and the last one we had here was uh, Longer Than Steve Lasts in the Bedroom. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, that's, up, to the show. Like, that's, uh, that's embarrassing. So, uh, okay, great. Fab. Thanks for thanks for those great suggestions, guys. Uh, let's have a let's have a think about it this week about which uh, which one we want. And any listeners out there got any preference? Give us a shout. So, moving on to that uh, question of the week, uh, I've decided, boys, I'm going to I'm going to just use one question that we've had because we've had a few come through, but I'm going to just use one question and flip it to all of you guys so we can get your um, your input on it. So, this week the question is, um, which one should we go? Okay, go for this one. So the question is, what is your proudest moment as a dad? And first up, I'm going to go with. Mike. Okay, go. I'd say first day at school and putting on the mighty Liverpool top for my little boy. Okay, well within the uh, well within the buzzer there, Mike. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say that's two things. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want two things now. <laughs> yeah, because you're jealous. Oh, it doesn't suit you. Uh, great. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Uh, right. Okay. So who's next? We'll go. Dylan. Uh, go. Okay, so I would say when they're learning to read and they finally uh, able to read a book fluently, and the first few months is quite tedious. Too late, when... You're out. You're out. Yeah, no, that was it. <laughs> good, that was good. They can read fluently, mate, because uh, you definitely can't talk fluently. Um, <laughs> yeah. You've got ten seconds. Uh, uh, right. So, uh, who up next? Right, Daz, we'll go for you. Um, go. So I think it has to be the first time um, Immy ran to the door when I got home from work 
That was pretty special. Also, the first time she managed, I managed to get her to uh, wait, pronounce wait, 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 wait. <laughs> first of all, mate, that's way over. You, you've gone on to a minute. Second of all, that was too. <laughs> I really got a mic for that, mate. Wait, Mike. Oh, yeah, I, was, I was jealous. I was. <laughs> wow. I was gonna, you're going to buzz me off at 10 seconds. I was like, oh, I've got time Brilliant. for another. Let's make, let's make it all about you, Daz, shall we? Let's, uh, yeah. This isn't Daz Cat, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Quite, I think okay. we need to we need to do a bit of practice there, don't we? Podcast. It's common for you, isn't it? <laughs> Ten second practice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, okay, me, uh, go. For me, I've got to say, um, Mike, I'm going to have to steal yours as a fellow Liverpool fan. When I got Pippa her first Liverpool kit, and she put it on, and it was just an amazing moment. Ah, oh, there we go. I think I made it in ten. <laughs> So uh, we've had some really good ideas sent in again this week. Um, we've had, I've seen some about um, a fussy child who's struggling to eat. Uh, we've had a couple about technology and stuff, which we might cover in a, in a future future podcast. But I think the one I've chosen to go with today, uh, which is a common one actually, and it's not just what we've had sent in. We've, it's a, it's a common one probably with all of us. And, and Darren, I think you might have touched on it a few weeks ago, but. Um, we had the question sent in, how do you deal with the lack of sleep and do you have any tips? Right. So this is one that I'm sure every dad in the whole world and mum, to be fair, can relate to. Right. So literally, I, I, I don't think and I think, to be honest, even even people who are either to be dads or, you know, not even at the stage yet would have think about having kids. But one of the things that comes up, the most common things has got to be about sleep, right? So I think, I don't know about you boys, but for me, I remember uh, like straight away, the first night, Beth was in hospital. We had Pippa, Pippa was born. I say we, you know, Beth did all the hard work. Uh, I just sat and watched. And um, yeah, I remember coming home that night. I was sent away from the hospital because there were no no blokes allowed in, in the in the section. Um, and I remember lying there thinking, oh, my God, my baby's here. And I thought, I'm just going to go to sleep, right? Managed to get some sleep. I think that was the last time, right, I managed to get a full night's sleep, I think, from memory, about three and a half years ago. Um, so, uh, no, everyone, everyone I'm sure on here has, has, has had bad nights and has got, and got, I'm sure, plenty of stories about, um, about the lack of sleep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Darren, I don't know if you want to start, if you've got any any good stories or any advice on, on kids who are struggling with sleep and, and you're struggling with sleep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, whenever you tell anyone that you're having a kid, like everyone says, that's your sleep gone. That that's, that seems to be like the... Yeah, it's the default everyone... line, isn't it? Straight away, <laughs> the first line. Before congratulations as well, isn't it? Yeah. As I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm someone that really... In- up, up until her birth, uh, I used to really enjoy my late nights uh, watching TV and just kind of going to bed at one, two, three in the morning. And I don't know, I, I call me stupid, naive, but I kind of, for the first few months, I thought, oh, I would really like to, I really wanted to try and keep hold of that. And that really didn't last very long because um, certainly after Immy got, after like the, the first kind of 12 weeks or so, once when she got into more of a, a proper sleep cycle um she was waking up at 5 5 30 in the morning and I, I very quickly learned that if i wanted to stay up late i was always going to be getting up early because you know you've got this this child waking up alarm clock and so very quickly realized that 
for the first, probably the, the first time in my adult life that I had to be going to bed at like, you know, not uh, like 10 uh, in the evening to try and get a decent night's sleep. Obviously at that age, they're, they're waking up anyway for feeds and stuff. But um, how did you find that change, mate? Like how, how did you, was it, was it hard? Was it? Was it really uh, I mean, yeah. uh, I feel, I feel like, there isn't a single mum or dad out there that that doesn't love their sleep and and kind of you know need or at least they um, feel like they need like at least a good kind of seven or eight hours uh, a night. Um, and so when before we had a baby and you obviously everyone got those those remarks. Did did you believe them? Did you did you think oh no uh, it's going to be difficult? But I'm, I still reckon I'll be able to get some some sort of sleep. What? How did you think about that? I don't know. I don't really know to be honest. You just you can't, you can't, you can't test it, can you? You just you've got no idea until it actually happens. Of people yeah. can like give you advice, but you until you've lived it, you just you're just not gonna know, are you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's. I think that's the case for so many things with parenthood. I don't know. Like, I mean, not that I expected to be that lucky, but you do. You do talk to some people and they and they say you know, like at six months, their kids is like sleeping through the night and you're thinking, wow, that's amazing. And I mean, I don't know if any of you guys like have that, but Imi is almost. <laughs> Good joke. Um, and <laughs> yeah, my, my boy is six in December and it, I don't think it's, it's probably happened. I can count on one hand how many times he slept through all the way. Oh, wow. I, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, mate. So, Sorry. Sorry. My dreams. I'm one of those people that that thought I did think to myself I don't know how I'm ever gonna deal like cope with it but you it's it's amazing kind of what how the body that does cope you know and, and you you get used to it and you get through it and in the last few weeks Immy's actually had some really bad nights and you know I've been going on like four or five hours uh sleep for quite for quite a few nights in a row and you think you kind of think I'm actually gonna be able to get by with this but you do you know you, you, you the body's quite amazing you. like when when it happens as i said it happens quite often with, with my kids that it it does put you in quite a bad mood doesn't it um because yeah. we all yeah. know that we need like a, an amount of sleep don't we and you might wake up and you, f you feel in a bad mood you might go into work and you might be extra grouchy say with your staff or or just not yeah, in a good that's mood that's and, what I was gonna and mean, it might affect actually. Yeah, when yeah. you get home and like with your wife, you're obviously both really tired, and and it might the spark might just you might have a short fuse or something like that. It's some you do get some days like that. Definitely, I do. I I admit that I'm probably not the the greatest person to be around after some nights like I, that. Um, I think when they're when they are newborn and when it's like I'd say the first three ish months are the probably the worst. Um, mm. uh, that it's well for us. they mine are four and six and. Um, I'm afraid mine do sleep through now, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> just come on yeah, to post, they... hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Who invited this kid? <laughs> <laughs> they, they have been for a while, to be fair. So I, I, I guess we're really lucky in that sense. But um, I guess I could mention some of the things that we do. But yeah, the first three, three-ish months, I'd say, uh, were awful. Uh, bo both my two were uh, tongue-tied. So... Um, they had issues with like how much milk they took in, um, so they would they would like just feed constantly or not get enough um, milk out when they're feeding, and you know so they would they would just be up. Obviously, I I couldn't help so, too much because they were both breastfed, 
Um, so I, I obviously I haven't got the equipment. Obviously, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> although you know, obviously I've got you know got the moves being in my mid thirties, but you know they don't, they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah None of them latched onto you in the night deals then. So well, probably... they well they did, so that was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> So I need to get my house down to the gym, I think. <laughs> but, um, no, but well, we, um, for night feeds, we actually, she expressed. So put it in the fridge, then obviously then you can heat that up and then help in that, in that way. Well, sometimes you can give the odd formula feed to help out. Yeah, I mean, I found out those as well. Like what we did was, I think because Beth had a, with, with Pippa, she tried breastfeeding. It, it didn't work. Um, that's, that's a whole topic for another uh, another yeah. that's that is because that's that's quite an important one but um we, we were trying she it didn't work and she was expressing um you know like like you say does and yeah i found i had to get up i i didn't have to get up but i felt really really guilty like no matter how tired i was and and, yeah. and, and what's quite common as well is there's an article about it on our website actually about the, the dads obviously having to go back to work after two weeks which um, which again is another, <laughs> another we'll talk about that for another 20 minutes, but um, I found it really, really difficult with, with going back to work, touching on what Mike said earlier, you know, with, with uh, managing a call center and it was, it was so, so difficult. And if any of those guys are, are listening now, I'm sorry, right? I know it's three and a half years too late. Um, but yeah, you know, I was, I was getting up in the night and we kind of had a bit of a deal where if, if Beth was expressing or feeding Pippa, I would change her nappy. Yeah. Right. And, and as you know, it's changing a nappy ain't just a case of just get the old nappy off, put the new one on. No, 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 no. So yeah. you're in the middle of the night, almost pitch black. You get a lamp on. You're thinking, well, I don't even know what day it is. What's going on? Take a nappy off. It's covered in shit. Right. And you're like, oh, my God. Then then the baby will just do a piss. And you're like, what? What's, yeah. What is going on? And you're half asleep. Your wife's knackered as well. She's trying to like <laughs> express. And you just sat there thinking, if anyone could look at this now, like this is this is parenthood. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this is this is the side that you don't really see. And, and it's it's really difficult to, yeah. to keep going on a on a, you know, on a half tank. And I think you end up having a lot of energy drinks and coffee and whatever whatever kind of yeah. makes it work um but yeah, maybe, so that's where it's important to, to kind of like you know communicate with your partner and, and and try and make sure you're you're both doing your your share and you're both feeling like you're both contributing do you know what i mean i think i think that's really important did any of you guys do the old um where you have that little cot that attaches to the bed yeah next to yeah. me was it called yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we had that like, yeah outside the long crib yeah, that's a good shout, Dills. That really worked for us, actually. That that was because I used to be the only one who would be able to put Pippa down. So, yeah. literally, Beth would try and put her down, and it wouldn't work. And and it was me um, that had to get up and put her back down again. Or when she was crying, I had to go and hold her. And you know, again, it's really important because even though I was working and I was probably operating on like four hours worth of sleep, you just do like you know. Someone mentioned it earlier. You you just find a way through do you know what i mean you just because at the time you, you there are times when you feel really shit and you're like really you know and, and it's not the baby's fault it's not their fault they're hungry or they're scared or they're you know overtired or that you know whatever's happened they're crying they can't tell you oh 
oh, daddy, um, I've got a bit of a problem. And you can go, okay, let's solve that problem. Um, you can't. You just literally stand in there with a screaming baby. Um, and it's, it's, it's really difficult. And yeah, the next to me really helped us because it, yeah. I think it, it makes the baby feel a little bit at least closer to you and, and you're not having to get up well hence the next to me right yeah. um, you, can, you, you can, can just, just reach across can't you and yeah like, um, exactly or yeah. Uh, yeah. you see if some think, parents use dummies they can just stick a dummy in yeah yeah i think a good um a good way going back to like um trying to deal with uh, sleep deprivation is is maybe taking it in turn so i, I know with a newborn that's just automatic isn't it that as a dad, you you need to get up and help the mum. But even when they're a bit older, so if you're, my kids, as I said, don't sleep very well, it's taking shifts, isn't it? Maybe one night you're yeah. the one who'll get up with the, your kid or put them back to bed or or sit with them for a little bit. And maybe the next night would, would be the mum that does it. It's, that's what it is, just so that each yeah. of you could have a have a good night's sleep. I, I think that's that's a good way to do it. That's how me and my wife do it. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think it's re the communication, you know, I know we've said this before, but it's so important because uh, uh, being being totally upfront and honest, right? Like the, there were times where, you know, me and Beth would argue because I'd feel I was getting up for work every day. I was doing a, you know, nine, 10 hour shift. I was driving, you know, 30, 40 miles to work each way from Wales to Bristol. And, you know, there'd be times when I'd, I'd be up in the night and I just think like, you know, for God's sake, like, why, you know, I know it's really selfish, right? And it's going to sound horrible saying it, but there'd be times when I'd feel like, why am I, it felt like I was doing it all and I was going to work the next day. And I think, I think sometimes as a dad, um, you can kind of forget that being at home all day with the baby is a job as well. Like yeah, for the mum. Massively. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not just a case of like you're going off to work and she's just sat at home with the baby, like, you know, as if yeah. it's like a cat or something. You know? mm -hmm. Um it's it's really important that you you know you talk to each other through these things because it, it really did stress me out at the time, you know, having a stressful job, you know, every pretty much every job's stressful in its own way, right? And and it's just important to to talk and make sure you both you're expressing if you're feeling that you're overtired or whatever it's, it's doing that looking for that solution like you say mike you know okay maybe we'll take it in turns or we look at a way to make it work but you, you have to talk you have to no talk. definitely well yeah. i from my point of view is i i haven't slept really even before my kids i've never been a never been a great sleeper but i think something that's really worked for me is knowing your limits so you were saying daz that you you like to stay up late and watch tv so i think mm. since i I graduated from uni I've just haven't been able to do that so no word of a lie I know this is really embarrassing it's probably going out going to be going out to quite a few people I'm probably in bed before nine o'clock every single night <laughs> wow so, you, take, you take some um, warm milk and a dummy other day, <laughs> <laughs> but that but that is my limit because I know that if I stay up late any later than that I'm going to be really bad the next day yeah um so that's i think that's right. i know it's really difficult yeah. it definitely is really difficult um but i know that any anything past nine um yeah. i'm gonna add so i make sure yeah. that i'm asleep by then yeah and i think part, part of it is helping yourself right you know if you know that you're only going to probably get a certain amount of sleep when your kid wakes up you have to you have to give yourself the chance of getting the most sleep that you can get because you know if you if you are like i was saying before if you're up till midnight and then your kid's up at like five then like i only had myself to blame uh it's being sensible isn't it like which is what you're doing mike clearly yeah no, i don't know whether i sound like a bit of a psycho but i count how many hours i can get in 
Yeah, you're typing. <laughs> like, oh, I do that. If I go to bed at nine, I know that I've got yeah. say seven or eight hours. <laughs> and my my problem I, is I, I do that. Nurse, even though I look at the clock and it's like two in the morning, and I'm like, oh great, I've got five hours left, but I'll just stay on Facebook just for a little bit longer. I'm sure there's some <laughs> decent memes out there that are quite funny. <laughs> But, well, there, yeah. there is after Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I didn't, I didn't get much sleep on Saturday, Saturday night. Believe it or not, um, there's this thing called the Champions League. It's not, it's not very big, but but Liverpool won it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a rubbish competition. I wouldn't want to be part of that. Uh, but uh, uh, I think I, one, of, I, one of the things um, as well I, I find is, is, is a good kind of uh, question to ask on here. So. We found that with Pippa, right, she's three and uh, probably closer to three and three quarters, if you're being pedantic, but three and a half, right? And she, it took us so, so long to get her to sleep in her own bedroom all night, right? And and it's probably actually only been in the last, maybe the last month or so where um, she's now finally sleeping in her bed all night. Um, so how I did it, and it'd be good to know, uh, you know, if any of you guys have, have done the same and, and any tips you've got, but... Um, I found the most difficult part of sleeping for those three, three and a half years was just the fact that there were three of you in a bed. And it's really, really hard because Pippa like clings onto my back. She climbs on my face. She's like coughing on me. You know, it's just really hard to just because I'm quite like I like my space. You know, I'm like six foot five. It's like like an octopus in a net. You know what I mean? I'm like trying to fucking move around and you can't do anything. I found that really hard. So I'm I'm really happy that Pippa's now sleeping in her bed. And I'm very lucky in, in, in my work, they do sort of uh, seminars and stuff, which kind of help you deal with, with that sort of stuff and, and give you tips and advice. And one of the best things I found was to, you you should be the one, um, the, the, the child effectively shouldn't be coming into your bedroom. So that there needs to be that boundary there. So I found that quite hard. I didn't want to shut the door on Pippa. I didn't want to close the door in case, you know, I, I just felt really guilty if she just cried herself back to sleep, which is, you know, some say it's good, some say it's bad. Some are like, oh, she's just kids, it's fine. But I just couldn't do it, right? I, I couldn't do it. And I, one of the things I did learn was she would go back to sleep quite easily, actually, after I took her back to bed. So she'd come into the bedroom. I would then just literally pick her up and just take her straight back to her bed. And for a couple of weeks, probably close to a month, actually, I used to be doing that about four or five times a night. And it was just, it was so hard to keep doing it. It was really, really hard. But for those few hours, you'd go back to sleep. It was still better and a better sleep than when there was three of you in the bed. So what I found is that if you set that boundary, I just kept putting her back and putting her back and putting her back. And it's finally worked. Like I say, over the last few weeks, it's been been much better. You know, she's probably going to sleep about half eight. And she's, you know, now, the, the, this week, I've been going into her room and waking her up for nursery and she's the one telling me to get out. She's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like, this is payback, love, for the last three and a half years. So, so, so literally, I go in there now. I've got a routine as well, which is which is important in a lot of things. But I go in and I've got Spotify. and She's got like a few of her favorite songs on there. Um, one of them is from like Princess and the Frog, like this film. And I just go in there, put on Spotify, Put, the, put it on a pillow, right? And just wake her up, open her curtains, put it on, go and brush my teeth, go to the bathroom, have a wash. And then by that time, I come back and she, I think she's learned now that if she stays in her room all night, I will come in in the morning. You know, she, I will come in, there will be music and she knows what to expect. So she's kind of got that routine now as well, where I think before she was probably just a bit scared being on her own. 
Um, so she'd come and look for me. Whereas now, hopefully, she's kind of reassured to the point where she knows, you know what, I can stay in this bed because you know, daddy will come in in the morning. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have got any, uh, any extra to add to that. Oh, well, um, just a couple of practical things. Um, we've tried like blackout uh, curtains um, and something else called a grow clock. So with the blackout curtains, obviously, it just shuts as much light as possible. Um, and although they get confused with bedtime and nighttime, so it's like, oh, in the summer, it's seven o'clock, it's like bedtime. It's like, well, it's not night yet. Well, it's two different things. <laughs> but um, yeah, I find that that works quite well to uh, shout out the light so they're not woken up by the light. And also, I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of the grow clock. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. I found that worked kind of well. Um, obviously, it it, it show rather than them relying on uh, the outside light, they're looking at the clock. So when the clock is showing a star, they know to stay in bed. And when it comes up as a sun, so you set it like seven a.m., they know. Yeah, that's that's the time to wake up. Rather than when it's light outside. Obviously, you that, found only that works. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it worked for a while, and it probably only works when they're about age two upwards. Um, yeah, because they don't understand probably before that, right? No, no, they don't. I, I, yeah. I found generally that did work quite well. Um, and like, and the other thing is, Steve, like you said, with a boundary, we we set that boundary very early on, where they can't come into our bed. Um, yeah, same, same with me. Three months, yeah. they were both out in their own room. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be fair, it was it was my wife that set that rule, and and now I'm a little bit relaxed on it. Like, say, if they have a nightmare or whatever, then they can come in for a bit, or if they're not well. Uh, but generally, they do go back and they do stay in their own bed and they they stay asleep. So yeah, like like you said, get get the routine in early and kind of set those boundaries. And like that's all you can do, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think that like you said about the grow clock, it's, it's really good. I think we've got we've got one of those that. Mm. stays on all night um and something that Matteo likes is we've got one of those disco bulbs like disco oh, ball yeah. bulbs yeah so he likes that going round and round while he falls off to sleep and then I'd go in later on and before I go to bed and switch it off so that that's quite a good little thing yeah, yeah we are. I had like a Sean the sheep I think it was called it was something like it was kind of pulsated kind of red and like a kind of white noise for about 20 minutes yeah um, and and then it just went off battery powered and that that was amazing like Pippin would never sleep without that um, so that's another good one mm. we've got um, like a little elephant that plays nursery rhyme music uh, she Immy likes to kind of just play with the trunk of the elephant and and she's so used to the like the same songs playing that it kind of just sends her off because I guess she's, you know, she, it reminds her of her routine, which is yeah, quite nice. Except, apart from when the elephant breaks in, then we're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, I, I just wanted to quickly actually touch upon something Mike said about um, like with the whole uh, dealing with the nights and taking shifts. What Jackie and I do is usually um, Jackie will deal with, if Imogen gets up in the night, she'll deal with most of that. And then because Imi wakes up at about, like at the moment about six o'clock then I'll get up with her and then Jackie will kind of go back to sleep for a couple of hours so then she'll get a couple of hours of of extra uninterrupted sleep and then I means I can get up with Emmy and spend a couple of hours with her before I go to work so that actually has worked really well for us for a long time now depending on the night obviously if it's a really bad night then I'll get up and help but 
Yeah, uh, I think I think it's I think it's like you were saying, Steve. Communication is so important, and and you have to be of that mindset of you guys are a team, and you have to work together, and you have to just talk about if you're unhappy with how things are or the situation, or if you just feel like you need more sleep, just to talk about it and just make sure that that you're both getting enough sleep or a realistically enough sleep. Depend, you know considering the situation that you guys are in for uh, sure obviously for sure yeah. some people probably feel like they need a bit more sleep as well than others um yeah uh, like some people are early birds and they just get up and they they're all right on like four or five hours sleep and like others need a bit more yeah um right. so if, um, if, if one of you are struggling then it's probably a good idea to kind of say that look you know just need a little bit more sleep or a lion every now and then yeah. to help Dead joke of the week, of the week, of the week. Dead joke of the week, of the week, of the week. <laughs> okay, so as the jingle says, it's a dad joke of the week. Uh, so, got a few ones to go through, but the one I've uh, the one I've chosen to go through this week is, I just broke two of my dad's queen records. Now I want to break three. That's terrible. Classic. Thank you, everyone who's still uh, listening to the podcast, and thank you, Darren, Dylan, and Mike for uh, for your contribution today. Thank we you. hope everyone enjoyed it at home. Again, keep checking our website www.thepodcast.co.uk for for all up and coming stuff, blogs, content, videos, etc. And also keep sending in your questions, your feedback, any ideas for the show. We've had some really, really good stuff sent through so far. So thank you to everyone that's contributing and keeping this going. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll uh, catch you again soon. Thank you very much. Bye. See ya. Hey. Oh, I fucked that up already. <laughs> Literally okay. one word. Not even a word. Just a. Just a noise. Like, what was I just saying? Right, I can't remember. Uh, right, okay, I'll start again.